So today I'm going to talk a little bit about boundaries and permission. But before I get stuck into these two really powerful, really key topics, I'm going to talk a little bit about a garden hose and a dam. So if you take a hose, the hose out of your garden with the little skinny inside and you fill it up with water, let's say it's a 50 meter long hose and it's filled with water and you, you string it up vertically so it's running vertical and you put your hand on the bottom of it to stop the water out, there's a certain amount of pressure that's against your hand, right? And say it's 50 meters tall. Now the interesting thing is if we take a big pond, a big, uh, like a dam, and there's a, you know, the, the dam, the wall of the dam, and the dam's 50 meters deep. If we go swim down to the bottom of the dam, the amount of pressure at the bottom of this huge dam that's 50 meters deep is the same as the amount of pressure at the bottom of this little hose that's 50 meters tall. So the pressure is relative to the height of the water, not how big the dam is or how big the hose is or how wide the hose is. Super interesting. So we're talking about pressure, of course. We're talking about the boundary at the bottom of the hose or at the dam. Uh, and these are a couple of key things we're gonna dive into right now, as well as this concept of permission, right? So this is gonna be how we can reframe boundaries. A lot of people get tripped up by them. They know they're powerful. Uh, but there's not working and then there's that kind of inner conflict that pops up when we fail, when we fall off the wagon with the boundary. So firstly, what is a boundary? This is what we choose to do and what we choose not to do. And there's an element of choice, whether that's conscious or subconscious. Uh, and it's in, in some ways, some people talk about, about what's okay and what's not okay. Uh, I tend to look at boundaries as a choice and also we have personal and professional. So... In the business world, in your small business, you might have key boundaries like, well, you know, I don't do sales or I do do sales or I don't do content marketing or I do choose to do content marketing. And you've drawn these lines in the sand and your behavior is pretty much a reflection of your boundaries on an ongoing basis. So when we zoom out, we see that they're really, really powerful, really important because it's dictating the actions that you're taking on a day-to-day -day level professionally and of course personally in relationships and your own habits as well. Uh, when a lot of people think about boundaries, they think about routines, nighttime routines, morning routines, uh, relationship boundaries as well. And we often think about tightening boundaries, making them more strict uh, to try to kind of get more out of ourselves. However, we can also relax boundaries as well. We can loosen them. So in your business, if you're not doing content marketing, you have a boundary up, uh, maybe you can relax that. And what does it look like to choose to now do content marketing? What could that do for your business? So we can tighten them, we can relax them. So why do they, if they're so powerful, why do we keep getting tripped up? Why do we fall down so often? Well, uh, there's, there's an element of it, a bit of a hidden component of the boundary setting that a lot of people don't look at and it kind of ends up tripping us up usually after two or three weeks. So we set this boundary, usually it's a tightening of a boundary around some sort of routine. We stick to it for two, three weeks. We get stressed. When we get stressed, uh, we fall back into habit because choice, conscious choice takes energy. And when we're stressed, we don't have that energy. So we fall back into habit, we break the boundary, and then we beat ourselves up. 
And so we're gonna dive into this a little bit because we can do this a little more powerfully than just setting boundaries. Um, so what I'm gonna do is draw this. And I'm gonna draw this concept of, I've got a blank piece of yellow paper because I love yellow paper. I'm gonna draw this concept of a line straight down the paper. The line's kind of like the boundary, okay? So let's look at a really common one, this concept of a nighttime routine. A lot of people talk about their bedtime routine, they get, want to get good sleep, and technology. So we've got a time, let's say 8 o'clock p.m., after which we're going to you know, shut down our phones and computers so that we can wind down and sleep. Okay, really common one, hear this a lot. A lot of people struggle with sleep, they're overusing tech. So let's look at the boundary. So I'm going to write down here 8 p.m. tech. That's just the name of the boundary. On the right-hand side, I'm going to put what it looks like, a uh, couple of things that come to mind, what it looks like beyond this boundary. So once I've got this in place, so I'm going to write no phones. I'm just going to write a couple here, no phones, um, better sleep, uh, that will lead to more productivity sort of on an ongoing basis. And let's just say, let's go really macro, uh, better sleep throughout our lives, more productivity. Let's just say more fulfillment, right? Could be could be more revenue, could be more happiness. Let's just put fulfillment for now. So that's all on the right-hand side of the boundary. Now, let's go back to the dam, let's go back to the hose. The bottom of the hose is this spatial boundary for the water. The bottom of the dam is a spatial boundary stopping the water from getting through. If you lift the dam up a little bit, water comes through. So they kind of generate electricity. We've got this boundary. On the other side of the boundary, the reason why we need the boundary is because of pressure. We talked about this at the beginning, this concept of pressure. Uh, in the water, in the case of the water, the amount of pressure is relative to the height uh, and the density and a couple other things, but basically the depth, right? Now, we're gonna look at some of the pressures, some of the narratives that sit on the left-hand side of the boundary, okay? So why do we need to have this boundary? What happens, what's, what's leading up to us needing to put this in place? If this is something we're choosing consciously, what were the subconscious drivers prior to this that are causing us to wanna to use a boundary? So if we are checking social media, checking emails on the phone at 9.30 p.m. and it's tiring us out, we can start to look at these narratives. Why would we be doing this? Well, okay, maybe, uh, maybe we're stressed. Maybe we have FOMO, fear of missing out. Maybe we're responding to work emails because deep down we have a little bit of, uh, you know, uncertainty around our ability to grow our business, for example. So we're checking all the time to make sure we don't miss an email, something that could help us to cement our certainty in our business. So 
I'm going to say um, financial stress would, would be that one. Of course, linked to FOMO. Um, and then I'm going to put avoidance, okay? Because we all know that if you're really distracted and you're in a situation, maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's something else, where you're trying to kind of avoid it, the easiest way to do that is to pick up technology because you can take it anywhere you want. So those could be four things on the left-hand side. So on the right-hand side of the boundary, I've got no phone, better sleep, more productivity, more fulfillment. On the left-hand side, I've got the pressures. Okay, I'm starting to dive into my narrative, right? The reasons why I might want to have this boundary, why this boundary might be needed. I've got, well, maybe I'm stressed. Uh, maybe I am in fear of missing out, FOMO. Maybe I've got financial stress. I'm not sure about my business. Maybe uh, I've got avoidance because of my situation in my life or relationship. And that is sitting as a pressure to try to drive me, these collective narratives as a pressure to try to drive me to keep using the tech, the technology. So here comes the big one. This concept of relieving the pressure because if we have the boundary in place and it's a tight boundary around something we can do or not do and we put it in there to try to amplify our productivity, our life, yet we leave these narratives unchecked. So there's this increasing amount of pressure on the left-hand side of that boundary that's trying to drive us back to it. And as soon as we get stressed, as soon as we drop conscious awareness and revert to habit, subconscious patterns, we're drawn back in because of this pressure. And of course, this pressure is self-created as part of our own narrative, and yet still it's a driving force, kind of like the water. It's, it's real in the context of our worldview. So the next step, once we identify these driving pressures is we need to relieve them. And the way that we do that, the only way that we do that is one, firstly is acceptance, accepting that they're there. So understanding that, okay, there's avoidance going on, there's an avoidance pattern going on. And while I might try to put a boundary up to stop using the phone, I need to accept that at this moment in my life, the way I've set things up, the way I've created my life, I might be actively avoiding my relationship or something else, my health journey, something else that's going on, and I'm looking for distraction, right? I'm avoiding it. So we drill into that left-hand side. You write down all the things that might be causing you to um, you know, fall off the wagon of that boundary, whatever you're doing, and then you look at each one. Now we give ourselves permission. Okay, so we give ourselves permission to move beyond each of those narratives. So for example, if I have financial, if one of the drivers of checking the phone might be uh, uncertainty around my work, uh, uncertainty around like maybe emails coming in, needing to check them all the time. The permission, so the previous narrative is, I need to check this because what if somebody writes me? The permission is I give myself permission to have the evening off, to allow myself to check the email at eight o'clock in the morning. 
I give myself permission to rest, to step out of the need to follow that email because you know what? Even if I check it at 9.30 p.m., there's nothing that I can do. I give myself permission to rest in this area. So we're unwinding and committing to relaxing the narratives that cause this pressure or tension on that left-hand side of the boundary. Next one we could look at is FOMO. Uh, A lot of people with social media uh, difficulties with, with time boundaries or spatial boundaries, phones in the room, Facebook at night, that kind of thing. So the one here around that FOMO is, uh, if it's actually the draw towards social media, is I give myself permission to let this go. I can accept that this is here, this drive to stay connected, this need to be in the, the conversation all the time. I see myself falling into this. I'm gonna now breathe into that and just give myself permission to let that go to let myself walk away from the need to check that for this time. I can come back to that tomorrow because again, you know what? Even if I do engage in this, there's nothing that I can really do. There's no value that I can add to this at this time. I I give myself permission to move beyond this and to relax. So we go through each one, the, the, the other one was avoidance there. I give myself permission to feel the pain of the situation that I'm dealing with right now. I give myself permission to feel the, to feel the emotion, the thoughts, the feelings, the bodily responses of the situation that I seem to want to avoid through the phone, whatever it may be. Giving myself permission to feel, right? It's very important. When we give ourselves permission to feel into that space, into that emotion, we take some of that need to go back to the thing. We take some of that pressure to revert back to the previous habit. So now we have the boundary. On the right-hand side, we have the things that it allows for us. And then on the left-hand side, we've relieved. We've firstly brought awareness to, secondly brought permission to, in order to relieve some of that pressure that's pushing against the boundary. So kind of like the hose, We've let some of that water out so that we've relieved some of the pressure against our hand at the bottom of the hose. So in this way, look at the the boundaries you're looking to create uh, in your business, in your life, and try to go a little deeper to understand what are the, the mounting pressures on the other side of that, the narratives that are causing us at the deeper root level to need to put the boundary in. If we go around and simply drop boundaries left, right, and center because they look great on paper, but we fail to look within and understand some of the narrative that's driving this, often what happens is we don't understand why we fall off the wagon. It may work for a couple of people going cold turkey, but really it it helps to understand it because otherwise we tend to drop off the wagon, then beat ourselves up, and then the cycle continues. So the narrative, the driving narratives, which drive that pressure on the left-hand side, the the worldviews, are key to understand. Maybe we write them out, maybe we share them with a friend. Why is it so hard to stick to this boundary? Well, I'm afraid of missing out, I'm afraid of these things, I feel like I need to be there. Okay, cool, let's unpack that narrative a little bit. So that's it for today, I wanted to share a little bit around boundaries, Um, they're so powerful. However, they do require a little bit more thought sometimes Uh, and not just accountability, of course, 
but also permission to allow yourself to let go of some of those things that are creating the tension on the other side. Then we can relax into the boundary and the boundary can be something that we're at peace with in a way of living versus something that we always are fighting against. Uh, because even if you have a hard boundary that's in place that you stick to, if you're in pain every moment when you think about it, then it's really potentially not serving you that much at all because there's a lot of stress trying to revert all the time. So we want to have peace with what's on the other side of the boundary, acceptance, then we can sleep, then our nervous system can relax and we can move forward productively uh, and in the way that we want to kind of create the routine or the habits or the lifestyle that serves us. And of course, the narrative that serves us as well. Thanks for checking in. Thanks for listening. I'll see you on the next one. That's it for this episode of the Access Potential Podcast. I really appreciate you and I appreciate you listening. So if you have any questions on this one or any of the other episodes, but particularly this one on, on boundaries and narrative, then send them along, john at johntmarsh.com. I always love to get your questions or feedback. I'll see you on the next episode.